welcome back to the Victim to Victor podcast. My name is Anu and I am your host. In previous podcasts, I have discussed my opinions on sexual assault as well as the implications of being in controlling and abusive relationships. If you have not listened to them already, you may find them helpful if you have ever been victim to assault and abuse or if you know somebody who has. In this podcast episode, we will discuss the trauma associated with domestic abuse. If you are currently in an unhealthy relationship or if you are a survivor of domestic abuse, then you may want to listen as I will talk about the possible measures that could be undertaken to improve your confidence and tips on how to pull yourself out of this dolefully arduous situation. Many people on hearing about domestic abuse would conform to stereotypes and regard it as simply physical. But the truth is, domestic abuse can subsist in many forms and on many calibres, including physical, emotional, psychological and financial. To help you to discover the foundations and sources of your scrutiny and the paramount of each of these forms of abuse, I will go over them because identification is key in overcoming any situation of abuse. Firstly, physical abuse is defined as any sort of bodily injury or harm on purposeful grounds. Emotional abuse is the intentional infliction of anguish, distress or intimidation through verbal or non-verbal acts, as well as the denial of civic rights. Psychological abuse involves a person's attempt to frighten, control or isolate you, therefore impairing your mental capacity and ability to think rationally. For example, abusers may goad you and then blame and deny the abuse completely, then entering or entirely dismissing your claims and making you question the validity of everything. Finally, financial or economic abuse includes having money or other property stolen, being defrauded and being pressurised into certain monetary or property matters. Unfortunately, this can make you incapable of supporting yourself and eventually dependent on them. Acceptance and reality acknowledgement are vital when attempting to overcome abusive relationships. Several people believe that it is safer to put on a happy face and to hide their emotions from others. Unfortunately, this attitude does not resolve anything, but instead it escalates the situation as it reflects a state of denial, which is unhealthy. Coming from a person who has experienced domestic abuse and all its consequences, I can say that I do understand the thought process and decision-making behind these actions. I understand that accepting the abuse is easier said than done because your road to recovery through acceptance has several impeding obstacles. For example, there will always be that uncertainty towards whether there is hope that your partner will ever change. Because at the end of the day, it's hard to believe that the person who once loved you could also harm you. Those few happy memories will always make you want to see the best in him. There is also a sense that if you reveal the truth, it may harm the reputation of your partner or your family. And therefore, you would not want to let either of them down and you end up protecting your partner instead. 
If you have kids, then preventing them from being subject to these fragmented family dynamics can cause you a perpetual cycle of suffering. At times, you may refrain from coming clean about the situation and expressing your emotions because you do not want to burden your family with truth, as it can be quite hard for them to hear. Sometimes we feel it is easier to continue to lie about living a happy life because you want to live up to society's idealist expectations and you would not want others to know your vulnerabilities. There are times when you blame yourself and wonder why you did not see the red flags in the beginning. Additionally, people can be scared to rise and rebel against their situation as they fear the partners will make everything worse. You must understand that it is okay to have these emotions, but also remember that acceptance is the key to abandoning this trauma. Understandably, it can be extremely difficult to recognise abuse. People who are emotionally abusive can be expert manipulators. They may be very intentional about choosing behaviours that cannot be proven or that come close to crossing lines, whilst retaining deniability. They may manufacture or man maintain a chaotic environment so that it is hard to pin down or describe exactly what is happening. Furthermore, they may also lie about what has happened or rewrite history in order to avoid responsibility for their actions. So to start your journey of recovery, you need to start living in the present in lieu of any good recollections from the past. Fixation never helps. Instead, you are simply deceiving your thoughts to escape from the heartbreaking reality. Additionally, underplaying the enormity of the situation is also not sending a positive message to your respective children. Your children will only instill that abuse and accepting abuse is normal. So for your children's sake and for the future, it would only be too wise to stop enduring this abuse. I feel it is also extremely important for society to start normalising separated and divorced parents as an ideal functional family. As a result, cordial terms could finally be maintained and the burden of responsibility would not always lie on the mother. Instead, both parents could play an equally contributing role. Therefore, allowing mothers to make their own choices instead of making sacrifices. If something needs to be fixed, that means we need to accept that it is broken in the first place. You must start to accept your abusive relationship, to allow yourself to make sensible decisions and to get out. We may all agree that sometimes life is not fair and that complete happiness can be virtually impossible. One thing I wish I told myself long ago was to accept every fraction of myself. Do not submit to society's perfect and idealistic expectations of life because living up to them can be way too exhausting. For once, prioritise yourself and learn to walk down the road of liberation. Choose to live life on your own terms and most importantly, express your doubts and miseries and seek guidance. Imagine how your parents and loved ones will feel when they learn about your agony. Asking for help is not shameful. It is powerful and a form of courage. Counsellors are not necessary for recovery either. They help, of course, but if you can't get access to one due to them being too expensive and you just can't afford it, then look to helplines which have been established to serve this very purpose. 
Join a community of survivors that will support you and empathise with you, who will act as your family and protect you no matter what. Fortunately, this will also inspire other sufferers to come out of the closet and will give them courage and a sense of relief. No one, not even your partner, can cause any more injury to you once they have been reported, so do not fear, have confidence within yourself because you are stronger than you know. Regrettably, many people might trivialise and dehumanise you as well as to try to dismiss your feelings. They may accuse you of overreacting and they may even ignore or mock you. It takes courage and huge strength to leave an abusive relationship. Years later, it can still leave the survivor with anxiety, post-traumatic stress, flashbacks and inability to trust, fear, anger, resentment and a lack of self-esteem. Many also feel isolated and may feel negatively towards the future. Escaping may seem difficult at first, especially when these abusive behaviours have progressively built up over time, but it can be done, I promise you. You have the strength and power to find yourself again. There is a spark within you that is so unique and special in this world. You can find your own path and your own light. You can learn to embrace life again and the everyday details that are yours to enjoy in freedom. I have learned a technique over the years that helps me to characterise simple changes, to adopt good habits and it can also contribute a lot to my empowerment. It's an acronym called BADASS. Firstly, we have the letter B which stands for body language. Physical empowerment is equally important as mental empowerment for humans. Try standing in front of your mirror daily, posing like Supergirl and Batman, or any other fictional embodiment of strength. So to help you discover your inner strength, the goal here is to communicate confidence to others and to ignite a spark of boldness within you. So you start to feel confident again. Next, we have the letter A stands for affirmations. Affirmations are a small behavioural change which can help us to shift our way of thinking as well as to change the ways in which we operate. Try to create a list where you write down the qualities that you believe you possess as well as the ones that you want to instill within yourself. Read these positive qualities and affirmations aloud to yourself on a regular basis. Not only will this task help you to re-register your priceless worth, but it will also allow your brain to believe and manifest these ideas to improve your mood. It's understandable that a constant state of jeopardy may have tarnished our self-esteem over the years and left us in a void of apathy or constant sadness. In fact, some of these thoughts and beliefs are so ingrained and automatic that, unfortunately, we do not even realise what is happening By reciting positive affirmations about yourself daily, you can learn to replace your destructive, negative thoughts with more useful, positive ones and powerful ones. In fact, it will grant you a new set of eyes and a fresh optimistic perspective on how you view yourself and the world around you. Moving on, the letter D in this acronym stands for dialects. Dialects means multiple seemingly conflicting things which can exist at the same time and in the same place. Just as the sun and the moon can coexist in the same universe, two contrasting emotions can also exist at the same time. You can be both courageous and afraid. 
you can rattle between emotions like I am not perfect and I am good enough as well as I have weaknesses and I am strong. By having these conjunctives, you can start to acknowledge every sentiment without neglecting the other. We often label ourselves into one category or instead we shut ourselves off. So many possibilities and opportunities pass us. Techniques like writing a diary or a journal will allow you to express your emotions confidently. Not only will this give you assurance, but this very subtle shift in language and attitude will allow you to learn, grow and change. You will no longer feel isolated or ostracised. After dialects, we have the letter A, which stands for aspirations. Aspirations are our hopes, dreams and goals, which keep us purposefully moving through life. Having an aim, a dream or a passion can allow us to engage with ourselves and can contribute considerably to the process of rebuilding our confidence. It can give us a sense of purpose in life as well as guiding or directing us into leading a toxic free life. Can you recall the saying that an empty mind is a devil's workshop? By diverting your energy into something productive like your favourite hobby or simply your job, you will be able to get rid of all the negative thoughts and ideas ruminating in your head. Directing your attention to something you love can be extremely cathartic. And please do not forget to celebrate every little achievement because it is those smaller achievements that contribute to us reaching our ultimate dream goals. Moving on, we now have the letter S, which stands for sweat. Try to sweat away all the bad lamentable memories. Exercise can play a role in improving your self-esteem as it can alter the chemicals in the brain by releasing a key neurotransmitter called serotonin. Serotonin plays a key role in our bodies as it strongly contributes to our overall positivity and mood. Body positivity is important. It allows us to feel confident, to fear nothing and to rise up for what we believe in. Being proud of your body and remaining healthy can contribute to reinventing your self-worth. Not only will this make you feel physically strong, but it will also strengthen your self-efficacy. It also guarantees better sleep quality, and we all know that better sleep indirectly accounts for that radiant facial glow, therefore helping to communicate a more confident demeanour. Finally, we have the letter S, which stands for serenity. When we have allowed ourselves to focus on body language, affirmations, dialectical thinking, aspirations and exercise, we can move on to the final stage. When we stop caring about what others think, when we act and speak our mind, when we accept the true necessities in life, when we feel calm and capable and comfortable in our own skin, we can then make peace with our past trauma and let it go. We can check in with our thoughts, um, use our skills and ultimately feel in control. Useful techniques for developing serenity can be practicing mindfulness through meditation and yoga. These techniques can help you to clear your mind and rejuvenate your spirits with sprinting energy and confidence. Please do not fall trap of unhealthy coping habits and try not to resort to drugs or excessive drinking because they will only provide temporary relief. 
You do not need to lose yourself in the process of finding yourself. We are all confident queens. You just have to believe it. Simply light candles, listen to beautiful music, take a bubble bath, paint your nails, read a good book, and most importantly, do the things you enjoy. Even if they were things you were not allowed to do in the past. Reclaim those small joys in life because this form of self-care is extremely important in rebuilding your self-confidence and self-esteem. Learn to recognise and acknowledge when you do things that make you feel happy, free and safe. Most importantly, remember that healing does not take place in a matter of seconds, minutes or hours. It is a long process, so sit back and cherish this road to recovery. While this episode comes to an end, please do not forget to check out my book, Victim to Victor, which is now available on audio, where I have shared my journey of evolving through travel, self-help and a determination to cast off my damaging past. It's my humble attempt to reach out to fellow survivors of abuse and to impact the lives of those who feel helpless. I am sure it will help others to find themselves just as I did. I also have a 12-week self-development plan, which is free and aims to guide you to find your higher self. I will add the link in the description below. Please do like this podcast and tag somebody or share it with somebody who you know is going through a similar situation or somebody who needs help. I will be back with another podcast soon. Until then, take care and stay badass.